Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is your host, Timothy Booker. I am here with... Naya. And today we're going to be talking about being young and in relationships. Um, so we actually have some questions that uh, we collected. So this is actually going to be the first time I've ever done this before, but I think it's going to be really interesting. Yeah, so um, so my name is Naya. Um, I just want to say that for this podcast, anything that I talk about or any opinions um, that I say in this podcast is not reflective of any organization or position that I hold. Um, so I just wanted to put that out there, that this is all just Naya's opinions. No, no reflection of anybody else or any other organization I'm a part of. So, yeah. All right, that's cool. All right, let's get it. So the first question that we were asked is, how do you think relationships will look in the future, especially with this sneaky link generation? That's a hard question. It is. Um, I definitely think that, I think it really depends on the person more, mm. um, like what it may look like from a, from a general scale. I think that like we might be getting more like, I don't know, like more sneaky link like I'd say. I think it's going to be a lot of um, open for interpretation. Yeah. That's a lot of, yeah. it's going to be a lot of that and a lot of confusion because there's already a lot of confusion now. Like with the talking stage, people are like, what are we? That's the biggest <laughs> question. You know, like, what are we? Really? And people really don't know how to answer that. But I feel like it's going to be a lot of uh, um, just like not knowing. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, if you, some people are okay with just not knowing, you know, people just, you know, quote unquote, want to feel the vibe. They just want to vibe. They just want to have a little, yeah, you know, <laughs> those type of things. And yeah, some people right. aren't okay. So it really, like you said, it boils down to the person, but also what you're willing to cope with, like what you're okaying with. Yeah, your morals. You know? I think that's important too, like, especially to say like where it might look in the future. Because like some people are gonna be more on like demon time. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then some people sure. are just not gonna be um like that, you know? And it just really depends on who you are as a person, where you stand at. Yeah, for sure. Um but you know, it it really just boils down to the person. Yeah. But there will be a lot of unknowing like yeah. what are we? That's the biggest question everybody asks. What are um, we? People be like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we seeing where this go. No, literally. I'm just trying to vibe right now. I like, you, I hear that all the time. Or you just be, oh, I'm just chilling. Oh, no, literally. I'm just chilling. I'm just chilling. I'm, I'm just, just chilling. chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, next question. How does one know if they deserve love? We all deserve love. We all deserve love. You don't, you don't do anything to not deserve love. I think everybody deserves love for sure. Yeah. I think that that's an easy question. I mean, I kind of, so I'm Christian. So like, I really put a lot of emphasis, like I'm very in tune with my faith, or mm -hmm. at least I try to be. Mm -hmm. um, but the thing is, is like, you know, we're, I feel, and this is my opinion, y'all, this is my opinion, but we're not worthy of God's love and grace and mercy because we mess up over and over and over, mm -hmm. but yet he still gives us that. Yeah. So who are we to say somebody's not, exactly. to not, you know, yeah. that's just not in our position because we messed up over and over and over again. And so I think everybody is, it's kind of like, yeah, everybody's deserving of love. Like, there's no person who isn't. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be 
a relationship or romantic. It could be a friendship love. It could yeah. be a family love. It could yeah. be, you know, any anything in under that realm of love. When people think of love, they think of, oh, a romantic relationship. Well, that's not always the case. Like, it's proven that humans need love or we are going to die. Like, that's just how we're built. So it's just like, whether it's family love, friend love, friendship love, or a romantic love, we all deserve every bit of it. Yeah, for sure. I definitely think like to double down on that, like as a Christian, um, I see it like like Christ gives us so much love. And if he can love us, then like we can we can receive love from people, too, you know, like and we can give that love to other people as well. Yeah. So, yeah, there's the answer to that question. You deserve love. You always do. You always deserve love. Um, so the third question, how do y'all think relationships have changed over the course of generations? Oh, <laughs> it's changed a lot. <laughs> so here's the thing. It's changed, but it hasn't mm-hmm. like the old tactics are still the same. Mm-hmm. Guys still are the same. Girls are still the same. Mm-hmm. Like it's not nothing new under the sun i mean you know i've talked to my parents before they'd be like it's nothing new New under under the sun how we go about it yes is different Mm -hmm. but the core principles or the core like the seeds of everything is still the same oh i I completely agree i completely agree i think like with social media and like the modern age things may appear to be different but you know the pursuit of of love and attraction affection all those things even sex like that's you know that stuff that's been here for hundreds of years you know it's just that as every new age comes it just gets a little different it looks a little different but it's still the same the content yeah and the thing is is like with this with like you know relationships and things like that you know we said that nothing changes under the sun i mean nothing is new under the sun like things that really haven't really changed but it's just like we are so close to because of like social media and things like that Mm. it has shaped how we go about certain things Mm. so like how we go about relationships now it's more popular to you know like we especially now we've made it a big thing we made it popular we made it cute to be toxic Mm. and it's just like oh yeah lol like i'm toxic you know you're just gonna have to deal with it like no that at that point it's childish (laughs) like you need to grow up (laughs) yeah i will say that is something that that i will say has changed that has changed there has been some new things like i don't like i look at my parents um and like they didn't always have that stuff you know like certain stigmas that we have like i I mean the concept of a sneaky link existed but like in it's not it was i don't think it was as popularized you know what i'm saying or like certain little things like that that we have today like toxicity and social media constant posting you know about significant others like that's not that you know like that's new (laughs) it's it's most definitely a thing but also it's that i it sets the precedent like it sets the 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 ground level for what people think relationships are supposed to be if you only put out like oh yeah me and my boyfriend were having sex every day oh you know he's giving me that like all that other stuff like that if you're continuing to post that then people think that is the baseline of a relationship what are you going to do for the other 20 hours of the day (laughs) like you have to like each other you have to know about each other you have to know their love language you have to know their quirks and different things like that you can't just be able to have good sex and then continue on like that's not what a relationship is supposed to be but that's what's constantly being put out there is like oh like 
you know, good sex, good sex, you know, all this other stuff like that. It Latin now, like, it's hard to find a virgin, <laughs> you know, because that is, and I'm not saying if you aren't a virgin, cool, fine, whatever. But it's just like, that is the, like, this is the, the baseline of what people think relationships are supposed to be. And that's not it. It's just not, that's not what a relationship is supposed to be. A relationship can't thrive on just sex alone. That's yeah. not what relationships are meant to be for. And that's why a lot of relationships fail. Because you get together with one, for one thing, and once that one thing is repetitive, you there's only so much, I mean, there's only so much sex you can do, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. soon, that thing's not going to go up anymore. My yeah. eggs are going to become dry. What yeah. are we going to do? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. what are you going to do yeah. with that remaining time? Yeah. And so I really think that's something that people should think about is, you know, like, don't try to, if you are trying to get in a relationship, really try to not base your, your like, what you want basic basing it on what's being put out in social media i think that's 100% true like everything you just said and i think what's even more interesting that came to my mind is like look at movies and look at tv shows and if you look more as like time progresses you start seeing like it's how do i it's funny how like if you think about it there are so many tropes about like relationships or how people should act or how things should look mm -hmm. and like it's applied more to society and how people view it and then you have concepts where like people just like as time goes on you make an assumption based off of things that you you've seen in movies and tv on social media and you try to apply that to life but that's not real like the stuff that you view it's not real like this is real life you know so yeah. you got to take account people's emotions like all these other things other than just the stuff that's given to you because you haven't actually experienced it it's just a thing that you have perceived you know right exactly and you know i feel like that you know what you said it was right also is the fact of adding on to that it's also the fact of like there are so many things that we see mm -hmm. or that we expect mm -hmm. from a relationship that's just not the reality yeah people don't post people are not going to post mm -hmm the hardships that they're going through but a lot of people don't talk about that and that's not what gets likes what gets likes is having a six-pack you know tall man and you know a petite skinny girl sometimes you're gonna have the woman's taller than the man the man is bigger than the woman the woman's bigger than the man think you know different things like that and I've heard and it's so crazy I have heard people talk about and say you know if my girl ain't you know at least Five, she can't be taller than five six. Yeah. If she's not taller than five six, I don't want her. Mm -hmm. Well, why? What if she has all these great things that you want, and it's just that she's, you know, not the height that you want her to be? Are you still going to forego all of this great thing for this one superficial, you know? And it, we can get wrapped up in that, like a lot. And so I feel like, you know, with this social media like age you know it's a lot of impression mm -hmm. and we allow things that aren't a part of our life being forced shoved down our throats every single day to be our our like goal of what we want a relationship to be or how we feel like a relationship should you know be look like it's different for everybody yeah. everything everybody's relationship is not going to be the same and we start comparing and we start you know well, why aren't you in the gym or you know why aren't you like this why aren't you like that they're fine the way that they are mm -hmm. you know you just have to 
not let the influences influences of social media influence your own relationship in a negative way. Yeah. And I feel like we don't really take time to really think about that. Yeah, I also think that another thing that's really big is the pushing of like toxicity as a positive thing. Let me tell you something, like side note story. My dad, <laughs> he raised me right. Like my dad raised me right. He was like, you know what? Like you be chivalrous, you know, like you open the door for your lady, whatever. I used to think that was like stupid and stuff. Um, but like, you know, the older I got, you know, like all the boys would be like, nah, like she just hopping the whip, whatever. You know, it's just like, all these other things. But then like, you know, I start going on dates. I start like listening and doing what my dad told me to do. And that's contrary to what like most of society will tell you. And women like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's it's something nice to do, you know, it shows respect. Yeah. It's like small things like that, but you begin to see and realize that like, a lot of this stuff that is looked at as positive or acceptable, it may not be like healthy or nice or just beneficial, you know, if you're looking for a partner or just somebody in general, you know? Yeah, the being toxic is not cute. I just want to put that <laughs> out there. Like being toxic is not cute. It's a single person thing mm -hmm. <laughs> because if you want to be toxic cool you're gonna be toxic by yourself mm -hmm. you know because in reality people don't want a toxic person it's a lot of work it's a lot of talking it's a lot of stress and it's ultimately just not it's not something that girls want mm -hmm. so you saying like you were raised right you know you know being chivalrous and things like that I wholeheartedly believe you attract what you give off. Mm -hmm. So if you're doing all these things and girls see that, you're going to, I feel like me personally, you're going to get somebody of caliber mm -hmm. who's like, okay, he's opening the, the door for me, you know, different things like that. I'm going to treat him this way. Or I know he's a certain, a certain caliber man. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I know who I got or I know what type of person that he is. Same thing for me. Like I was grown up to not really um, like, you know, say I was you know, talking to a guy. Um, my mom, she would train me. She'd be like, don't be so dependent. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I feel like we're so, this generation is so clingy. Yeah. We're so clingy. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I was, you know, like, <laughs> if you start talking to a dude, you want to talk to him every single day. Y'all talking every day. Y'all yeah. FaceTiming every night. Yeah. My mom would be like, okay, that's cool. Mm -hmm. But try to take some time and really be like, okay, well, um, try to not talk to him for a day. Mm. See how you feel. Because mm. if then, if he starts altering your mood, now you're grumpy because you can't talk to him, then that's a problem. Yeah. Because you don't need anybody. That's, too, that's giving too much power to anything human mm. to influence how I feel or my whole mood for the entire day. Yeah. That's not, that's not healthy. Yeah. So you kind of need to like realign and kind of think about that. Mm. And you know, with being toxic, like, Mm -mm. it's just not it's not it's not something that you want because two toxic people can't be in a relationship yeah so it's not going to work even with one you kind of have to like meet in the middle and so like there is there's a give and pull and that's what I feel like a lot of people really don't understand and it took me a minute to understand that as well there's a give and pull in relationships like you're going to have to compromise on some things and they're going to have to compromise on some things so both of you guys can be in an equal medium to where both of you guys are substantially happy and i don't think people really understand that and especially in a toxic mindset it's like oh it's me 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 you can't be in a relationship like that you can't be in a relationship and just and just do that you know
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but another thing that I was thinking about too uh, when you were just talking was that um, crap. I need to read. I need to think about that for a couple seconds. <laughs> um, what was I about to say? Oh, another thing that's really important that I was thinking about is that sometimes um, you don't need to like go by a lot of rules that are set up um, when you're trying to like talk to someone or get to know them. Like, you know, there's a whole conception where like, oh, I need to talk to this person every day. Or I need to like FaceTime this person or text this person or da 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 da. Like how I see it is more like if it should be natural. It should be like a natural, it shouldn't, if you force, if you're forcing, you know, or like you're like, I need to go by this standard or da 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 da. It's like, you just mess yourself up, you know? Yeah. I will also say to just be careful with that because for some for some people, especially for girls, mm. for some of us, it's natural to want to call them every day, to be on the phone with them every day, to talk with them every day, and it takes training. My mom has trained me to be to when I start talking to a dude, to not talk to him every single day. You know, go some days without talking to him to make sure that I can be okay without you know talking to him or him influencing my mood. You know, different things like that. And so, with that being said, I challenge. You know, especially single girls, if you are out there or you're talking to a dude or you start talking to him, go against the grain. Don't call him every day. One day, just don't text him all day. See how your mood is. You know, different things like that because you don't want to be so dependent on a person that that, recur that person becomes your whole world. Even then, I don't think it's, and this is just my belief, I don't think it's healthy to have one person be your whole world, even in marriage. You have to have something outside of them because we all need, you know, our own little space, our own little time. And so whether that is, you know, you have a hobby that you do without your do without your person or, you know, something something that you can do by yourself or without your significant other. Yeah. Because you're living with them every single day. I exactly. feel like it's healthy <laughs> to have to kind of set those boundaries. Healthy boundaries are a big thing. It's like something I feel like pe all people should have are healthy boundaries. Even in your marriage, there are boundaries that need to be set. And especially in your relationship, it's, you know, even in the talking stage, it's the talking stage. Like, don't be so clingy right then on and there. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, vibe to it, be natural, but don't try to be clinging onto that person. Yeah. See if you can live without that person for a day. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's healthy to do that. Even then, you know, even with my current boyfriend right now, I do that with him sometimes. He sometimes be like, but he understands because I, he knows that I don't want to be so dependent mm -hmm. on that person to, to the point where I just can't live without him, to where I can't breathe, to where, you know, like it's a huge, huge deal. I can go a day without talking to you. Yeah. Or, you know, and also distance makes the heart to grow fonder. And yeah. I wholeheartedly believe that, you know? Yeah. So next time I see you, I'm going to be missing you really bad. Because, you know, I didn't yeah. spend that time talking yeah. to you. Yeah. So I think it's healthy. I think the last thing I want to talk about before we move on to the next question is um, I think that communication is getting horrible because of social media. Let me let me ex let me explain why. I think that people don't talk to each other anymore. People don't know how to talk to each other like face to face um anymore. You know? Like especially when you're trying to like seek out like a relationship. Yeah. There have been so many and I'm bad for well, I I'm working on this. Like sometimes you know you get caught up like snapping or like 
Like, you know, and then, like, you, you meet in person, and it ain't there, because it, it ain't there, the you know what I'm saying? Matching. You know what I'm saying? It ain't yeah. it ain't matching up, and you be wondering, like, what's going on? But it's like, well, you spent all this time, like, snapping pics back and forth, but, like, you don't, you don't know this person, you know? Like, you don't know, you're not building anything off of, because there's not, no foundation there, you know? Yeah. Uh, and because you didn't get the chance to, like, talk. You know, people don't know how to communicate. People don't know how to express their feelings anymore in a productive manner. And that's just something that I think we're losing as time goes on. Yeah, that's a really big thing. For a generation that has so many ways to communicate, we lack communication. How that is a, a big thing. Like, like you said, we don't know how to really communicate anymore. We communicate through pictures and likes and snaps and, you know, different things like that and TikToks. But we don't really talk. We don't really know how to communicate. Even if you have, like, if you're trying to talk with somebody about something serious, people will just text. Oh, I'm going to just text them. Mm, with serious, like, conversations, things that need to be had, like, that's something that needs to be had or needs to be talked about in person. And, like, even when I was, you know, searching for a boyfriend or when I was in the talking stage, stages of whatever, one of the things that I would look for in a boyfriend is good conversation. That's kind of hard to find right now. If you can talk to me, you know, about good qual like good and like good communication. If you can have a good conversation with me and it not be dry and it's not forced either, then you have my attention right then and there because I know that you're at least talking about something initially. And that's what happened when I first went, you know, um, on a date with my boyfriend. The first date that we had. I did not get on my phone the entire time. Mm -hmm. And that is something that we both noticed. We were like, hey, you didn't go on your you didn't get on your phone. You know, we were that deep into conversation. We it's like we had the whole world to talk about. And that's how it should feel. Because if you are trying to look for marriage, if you are trying to be in a long relationship, you can't snap back and forth for yeah. you know, for years on end. Yeah. You know, you need to be able to talk to that person and talk about anything and everything. You know, and that's what really what we really need to get back into is just like yeah it's cool to snap yeah it's cool to do instagram yeah this is okay but everything in moderation you yeah. don't want to make that your sole goal or your sole thing of communication for sure yeah for sure Ooh, we were on that question for a minute uh, no that was a good question it was a good question um okay so the fourth question what are the chances of even finding true love in college nowadays I don't think you should look at it that way. True. I see it more as, okay, so I believe that all things work together for my good. And by believing that, like, and trusting in God, I believe that I don't have to worry about finding love. I think he'll send it toward me. I just have to be open enough to recognize it when he sends it. Yes. So the concept of finding true love in college, it should be finding, you have all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can find it in life. Yeah. Like the stigma is that you find it in college, but when you open up your mind and you realize I don't have to find it in college, God will send me the person I need in life. Things become a lot easier and less stressful. They do. They really do. I mean, when I was younger, I, man, when I was younger, like, well, in high school, um, I, middle school, high school, you know, I have one of those rules in the house where I couldn't date until I was, I think, 16, either 16, I don't know, 16 or 18. But, um, I I thought the, my whole world was going to end. Well, you know, my friends have boyfriends. And I was just like, why can't I have a boyfriend? Why can't I have a boyfriend? You know, different things like that. But 
And I feel like that became a concern. It came to so much of a concern that I thought that I would never find true love. I really thought that there was really nobody out there for me. And I, of course, I was exaggerating, but in that moment, you know, you feel some type I of way. felt some type of way about it. Like that was my whole world. That's what I was feeling right then and there. But I really honestly got to a point where I just stopped focusing on that and I started putting my energy and time into different things. Like I was busy senior senior year. I was it anything and everything. Um I was I had a really, really great job that I enjoyed. Um I was connecting with God more. I was so like it was me and God, Ace Boom Coons, you know, like <laughs> that. You know, so I was strengthening my relationship with God and the the thing is when you start putting your your sights on God, everything else falls in place. If Amen. you make sure Amen. I'm a firm that, believer in yeah, that. Yeah, for I'm sure. A firm believer in that. If you make sure that your relationship and everything is aligned with God and that you're doing what you need to do, you don't have to worry about anything else because he's going to make sure that everything, like you said, is going to work for your good. So I don't think that you should look at it. Am I ever finding love in college? I just think that you should feel like I'm going to do what God wants me to do. And I'm going to walk my path, the path that God has for me. And when he's ready for me to have, when he feels like I'm ready to have a significant other, then I'm, I'm willing and able to accept it. Yeah. But until then, my sights are set on him and I'm being proactive in what I want and my goals that I have set for myself. 100%. The last thing I'll say before we move on to the next thing is that it's funny because I always find it that when you stop looking, things just tend to come. They you know what I'm saying? When you stop being so eager and like stressed and like it just shows up. Like you just be like, oh. And I'd be looking at God and be like, oh wow, like I didn't even see this was on the way. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And that, that can be with like relationships, friendships, anything. anything you know? Yeah. I just feel like that's something that like people should consider too. Yeah. And that actually kind of leads into our other question, which is how do you find a guy to talk to in the first place? Well, you know, I was never looking. Yeah. Like at that point in time when I made that decision, God is on you. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was not looking. Mm-hmm. Whatever came my way, sure, yeah, you know, cool. I, you know, I'm vibing, but I wasn't I wasn't looking. Like my current boyfriend right now, I was not looking for him. He just showed up, you know, and I feel like that's also the beauty of it, too, is that we allowed it to form however God allowed it to form. It wasn't really forced. It wasn't, oh, I'm trying to talk to this girl. Oh, she fine. Oh, she better. Oh, he fine. Like, you know, put me on game, that type thing. I was chilling. He was feeling me. We went on a date. We went on a couple more dates. And then that's how it goes. It gradually progressed. And that's how I like to date is you know gradually progressing um but that's just you know me personally how i like to date but honestly i'm not looking i carry myself the way that i carry myself i'm true to i i'm you know true to who i am you know regardless of who i'm around and i don't i don't put my morals or my my standards like I used to cry I used to be like (laughs) you know I think my standards are too high nobody's ever going to reach my standards and it's just like no your standards aren't too high because if you know your value if you know who you are and whose you are then you know what what you need to receive and what you don't also God knows that as well so I say don't drop your standards keep them high 
and somebody somebody's and out somebody there, will be there somebody's yeah. going to want at least you know somebody's going to have those qualities or somebody's going to work towards having those qualities because they love you that much that they want to be with you and then they're going to be like okay in order for me to get this person i gotta do this this and this this yeah. and that's love yeah you know i so. think you summed that question up perfectly <laughs> by yourself and i have no comment <laughs> so yeah we can go on to the next one um, another question is, why does it seem so stressful and complex? So why does dating, why is it so stressful? People make it that way. People make it that way. And it's, yeah. It, yeah, people make it that way. Because it doesn't have to be. It really doesn't. It doesn't have to be. All you need is good communication. You need, okay, open I say mind. an open mind, good communication, um, kindness and respect. Um, and that's pretty much it. Well, and of course... God, you know, I believe like yeah. God, and then like that's that's it. You know, obviously you're gonna have like things that come, compromises that need to be made, conversations that need to be had. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be. We complicate it. Like we we make it a big deal. We overthink. We don't we don't chill out. Like, if you don't chill out and you don't let God like do his thing in whatever relationship that's forming or whatever is working out, then it's gonna be a mess. Yeah. It's gonna be a mess. And I feel like not just communication but good communication yeah and the thing is is that like you know we were talking about it earlier communication is a it's a big thing um but also it's a good it's a good skill to have because when you have problems when you have situations like say for instance i've had this i've you know multiple times with my boyfriend he does something and i feel some type of way about it and instead of talking with him about it, I sit there and I don't say anything. And any the rest of the day that I hang out with him, it's my my actions towards him have a certain like like stank on it. Like I just I'm not receptive to him like I would be if I wasn't upset. And he could tell. So he'll be like, "What's wrong?" And first time I'll say nothing. Because, you know, I'm in my feelings. I don't want to talk. Mm -hmm. But you have to step outside of yourself. You're not only just talking for your benefit. You're talking for that other person. You know, talking, you know, for the benefit of that other person as well. Because they don't want to be with somebody who's upset with them all the time. You know, not acting how you usually act. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's also a big thing. But we do make it, we do make it more complicated because we overthink. And, you know, we have these set guidelines and we don't want to change our guidelines we don't want to change the strict rules that we think that we're going to have and you know i'm dealing with stuff in my relationship that i never thought i would have dealt with because you know like i would be like oh yeah i'm so strict like you know i would say like say for instance i say i would only you know hang out with my boyfriend i wouldn't hang out with my boyfriend past 12 because i got homework mm -hmm. homework 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 that's my big thing you know mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> that rule has bent a little yeah. bit. You know, I still get my homework done, but that rule has bent. So you need to be able to adjust. be open and to adjust. Yeah. Uh, being able to adjust and being open-minded about that is the biggest thing. A relationship is about compromise. It's not just you anymore. Yeah. You know, it's not just your world. It's yeah. you and that person. Yeah. And you need to be, and y'all are different people. You're not going to have the same thoughts on the same things. Like, you know, you need to be able to, like, yeah, things may be similar, but you need to be able to have that, you know, being able to adjust. But I think we all, it's all in your mind. 
you make it complicated. You can make your relationship however complicated or however easy as you want it to be. I Not saying that. that there won't be any moments that are going to be complicated, yes. Mm -hmm. But the overarching thing of a relationship, the overarching concept of a relationship shouldn't be complicated. I agree. I agree, 100%. 100%. You're going crazy on these questions. <laughs> Tell me to bring the heat. I'm here. Um, another question. Do you date for the moment or date for marriage? I date more for the moment because if I think for marriage, it complicates things. We were talking about this before, but I'll just say it like now. I, I've never been in something like really long-term serious, but I know that if I was, it, it changed. Like it'd be like, Oh, I'm I'm going for the moment, and then I reach a certain point, and it's like okay, I might start like going for marriage. You know, it's like yeah. more of a transition, but it's not immediate for me. What about you? Um, I say I was asked this question last year, uh, my freshman year, and I said marriage. Mm. Um, and that has always been stuck in my mind. Like I don't want my time wasted. I I'm really not big me personally. I didn't want to be dating around. It just wasn't something that was appealing to me. I kind of wanted to have my person stick with them and be with them to the end of the earth, you know, that type thing. But as I'm getting, as I'm having more experiences in college and, you know, being open to those experiences, I am more open to the fact of there is just for the moment dating. Like, it doesn't have to be so serious. And that could probably be one of my downfalls is that I was so serious um, that I was just like, oh, you know, like, marriage. Like, that's the end goal. But it doesn't have to be. For some people, it is. Especially for older people. Like, you know, it's their time. They ready. But as of right now, it doesn't have to be. Now, don't feel bad if, you're, if you answer the question as your end goal is marriage. marriage yeah. Like, don't feel bad about that at all. Like, with my current boyfriend now... His goal is to marry me. Like, uh, that's heavy, but it is what it is. You know, like, that is his goal. And he's been open about that from the beginning <laughs> with me. And so, like, I'm not going to lie. That kind of scared me initially. <laughs> because I was like, oh, marriage, marriage, marriage. And then he told me he's dating me for marriage. I'm like, whoa, that's heavy. Yeah. But, you know, it's all about the person. If you feel like you're ready for marriage, like my mom, she got married at 18 and still with the same man. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Yeah. Straight out of high school. <laughs> like she got married at 18 because, but she knew what she was ready for. My granddad was not the best father for her. And she knew that she wanted to settle down with somebody who was going to treat her right. She didn't set down her, 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 like her, what she wanted. And she knew what she wanted. And she knew who she was and who she was, who she was, and that was what she wanted. Mm -hmm. And if that's your goal or if that's what you want, by all means, date for marriage. But if you're just like, but in that though, don't don't try to be so serious or make it such an end thing. Like if you have that one person and you think that you're gonna get married and all this other stuff like that, and you end up not making it work it's okay it's not the end of the world so don't make that just your only end goal you can keep that in mind but don't make that your end all be all like i'm with this person i have to stay with this person you know yeah but then again don't try to yeah break up with them over minor inconveniences yeah yeah i do want to clarify something though um on the side of like for the moment that i i want to clarify 
I don't, I think it's, well, my personal opinion, I don't date um, without, like, how do, I, how do I put this? I always date seriously. Like, I always date with an intention. So even though I say, like, oh, it's in the moment, I'm how I am as a person, I see things very, like, in the moment because I don't like stress. I don't like panicking. Like, I like trusting God and trusting the process. That means, like, living in the present. That's how I yeah. see it. But at the same time, I'm not the person who just casually dates or anything like you know if i'm seeing you i i'm always it's for an intention it's always like i want to see where this goes like i want to see i'm trying to get to know you i'm trying to see like what's what's happening and i feel like that is in the moment but at the same time it's not like it's it's not like one night it's not one night stand that's not what i'm telling you like y'all to do because that's not what i stand for like i don't i don't do like one night stands or anything like if i'm if i'm seeing you i want to i want to get to know you yeah and like that's what my mind is i want to see where this ends up always with an intention of getting into something serious potentially like that's where my mind is always at anybody that i start seeing it's potential serious relationship or some type of relationship i feel like that's a good way to date is you know and i always tell i always tell people um i'm really big on intentionality Mm -hmm. like what's your intention behind the actions that you do because if there's no intention behind it why are you doing it Mm -hmm. so to date just to date it's not really it's not really feasible for me it's not really a thing for me um always i always feel like people at least at least me personally i always feel like people should date for for something for an intention to you know but that's how i was raised you know that's just how yeah. i was raised like nobody wants their time wasted mm-hmm. if you you know, make your intentions clear in the beginning so I know. Mm. That type thing. Yeah. So, but then again, there's also, side note, there's also a thing to where, you know, people are like, oh, I made my intentions clear in the beginning. And then you get feelings and then it's just like, oh, but we were never dating. Mm. That type thing. Yeah, that, you type, know? that type of beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah that type yeah. beat. Don't do that. Yeah, don't don't do go that. crazy like that. Don't yeah. crazy. <laughs> But for the most part, I really feel like it's all about what your end goal is and what you want and what you yearn for in a relationship as of right now in the moment and present. And obviously, most definitely it can change. Mm-hmm. But really just, it's all about the person and what you want. Yeah. Me personally, I wanted to date for marriage. Mm-hmm. And I believe, hopefully, if God works it out, that I married my boyfriend that I have now because I love him that much. I feel like we're compatible that much. And that's both of our end goal. So that's, if it works out, it works out. But that is our end goal and we're both working towards it. And that is going to determine how hard you put, how hard you work in that relationship. If it's just the ask for a moment now thing and you're not really worried about dating them, then you're probably not going to put as much effort as you would with the person who you feel like is going to be with you for the rest of your life, that type thing. So I feel like you need to know what your intention is or what your goal is in that relationship first so then you can kind of like gauge, gauge kind of like how hard you're willing to work. Yeah, I think another thing that's important to talk about as well, I know... Well, this is coming from my perspective. I don't think you should entertain anything that's not going to be beneficial for you. Yes. And I know a lot of times I had to work on this myself. Just because you could 
doesn't mean you should. And even if it's not bad, it doesn't mean that it will be good for you. Exactly. Like, I I had to realize just because I can flirt, like, just because I can can have the attention, just because I can get it, if, if it's not going nowhere... Don't in like it, what would hit me like and sometimes like when this stuff would happen, I'd be confused and I'd be questioning why I'm confused about being with said person. Like I'd be asking God, like I'm not doing anything wrong. Like this person has, you know, they, they check out my my values, my. Yeah. But it's like, what's going on, God? And God would be like, Yo, Tim, like you can't this like what what's what's the end game? And I'd be like, Oh, I didn't even I'm not even think. I'm just I just like flirting with her at like ten o'clock. I like her like you know going on drives with me or like listening you know what I'm listening to music or something like and you gotta be like no like intentionality 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 make it clear whether you want entertainment make it clear if you want relationships because it's two different things you can't mix them together yeah most definitely um we're creatures that we yearn for relationships we're not meant to be here on earth alone (laughs) you know like there and some we're supposed to have love in some form or fashion so yeah it's perfectly normal for you to be oh should i text him when it's 11 o'clock at night and you're by yourself and you're watching a chick flick or oh like maybe i should text her maybe Mm -hmm. i should call her those type things but just because you like you said just because you can doesn't mean you should because once you start planting that seed you don't know exactly what's going to reap Mm -hmm. it could be a bad harvest Mm -hmm. like you could start calling her and then it'd be a toxic relationship Mm -hmm. or you could call her and she end up pregnant or you could call her and like you know different things could happen so you really have to think is my moment of weakness right now worth it for what might be coming in the future Mm -hmm. if it is to you then sure go ahead but you really have to think about it like be prepared be you have to be prepared because every action what you reap is what you sow what you reap is what you You sow and i'm not trying to put a negative connotation on you know wanting to have a significant other wanting to have companionship but the thing is, just think about it and how you're and how you're going about it. Mm-hmm. Because how you're going about it, if you're just calling her, you know, demon time, you know, really just evaluate yeah. if that's something that you want to do, if you make it clear to her, if both of y'all are okay with it, sure. It's not something I would do, but if that's what you're doing, cool. But you just have to be careful and be prepared for whatever's gonna come after the with the decision that you just made. Yeah. I mean, with me in for people who are listening who are in relationships, just because he makes you his world and just because he'll do everything for you doesn't mean that he should. Like for me, like I'm very big on independence. Like mm-hmm. I love to be independent. And so my boyfriend will not let me pay for a thing. Like he'll anything like I don't I don't have to do anything when I'm with my boyfriend like I don't have to do anything he'll be like oh can you give me some juice yeah man I got you let me get you some juice you know that type thing but I really try to kind of hone in on that and make sure that me personally I don't the end goal I don't want to be a spoiled brat I don't want to be a brat I don't want to think that oh like everything that he does has to serve a purpose for me or everything that he does like you know has to be for me so 
if he like i'll sometimes i'll surprise him and i'll pay for the whole entire day or if he if we go out to a movie he pays for the tickets i pay for the drink like i'm fighting for him you know to i'm fighting to pay for the drinks but that is something that i want to do because i don't want to make it a thing to where i feel entitled to the things that he does in our relationship or i don't want to take advantage of him in our relationship so it's kind of like little check things just because i can doesn't mean that i should yeah and that's, you know, for people who are in relationships, that type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. For sure. It's just the thing, you know? You don't want to take advantage of that person. Yeah. Um. So, ooh, this is a deep question. Uh, what is the point of relationships? Woo. Actually, I don't think it's a deep question. For me, at least. I think the point of relationships for marriage that's that's my my look out on it. I gotta think. I gotta think. It's <laughs> a hard question. It is a hard question. I mean, for me, why you think on it? For me, like, like I, I already expressed, you know, my end goal was for a relationship. Was for um, for marriage. For me, a relationship, like, is supposed to end in a marriage. Your, that relationship is for you to be with somebody that you want to be with kind of like for the rest of your life that you really enjoy being that makes you a better person you know that you know you can have fun with that you can laugh with that you can cry with all these things for the rest of your life but that's just me you know I was thinking when you were saying that and I think I kind of got my answer for it so I do think it's for marriage for sure but I also think that relationships are for trial and error. And I think, I, okay, like, this is what God is like. This is how, how I, like, this is how God's been doing this for me um, on my journey to someday finding, like, the love of my life, my wife. Um, he's showing me that, like, I learn things from, like, each little thing I'm in, you know, okay. with somebody. And, like, that's also, I think, like, the purpose as well. Like, you, you learn more about, like, what you want. Um, maybe what you don't want your actions your emotions your neediness your anything you know what I'm saying like you can learn a lot from yourself about yourself what you want what you don't want all these things from like these relationships that you have in your life until you reach the end game that's how I see it so you pick up things along the way that's a great way and you know to think about it honestly relationships are really kind of like trials or test runs for for marriage kind of like for me at least with each relationship that you're in like you said you learn more about yourself and how you are in relationships in my relationship right now i'm learning a lot about myself some things that i'm surprised to find out but ultimately is going to help me become a better person and know myself a little bit more each relationship that you get into it's kind of like shaving down some of the kind of like the frou-frou stuff and getting really to the important things so the next relationship that you get in you can tell this person look i like or these 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 like this things this things to be done and i and i need you to work with me on this thing this thing and this thing because i from my past relationships i know that i have a problem with this Mm -hmm. or i know that i don't want this type of person who acts like this or acts like that because our our characters don't they, our characters clash and they don't mix. You are really refining, you know, who you and are, ho- refining who you are, yeah. and honing down on what you want and what you don't want, so you can make an absolute list, a quote unquote list, um, of 
the things that you're kind of looking for in a marriage. So, you know, to the end goal, really. Yeah. But yeah, the relationships are most definitely for learning. Yeah. Learning who you are as a person, who you are with in a relationship and, you know, who you want to be and what relationship that you yearn for. Yeah, how I see it too is like sometimes I'll think to myself like I'll ask her like why haven't I found the one or something like that? And he'll be like, Well, Tim, do you think that you're you're at the point yet where you can even, you know, where you're there, where, where you need to be for this person? Yeah. Are you the Tim that, like, are you that Tim yet? And I'll be like, no, nah, I'm not. You know, I still got to go through. I still got to learn. I still got to grow. I still got to figure out some stuff. And then, like, it's like, oh, okay. Like, then you get to the point, and then it's there. Self-reflection. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big thing. That's something that I try to do all the time. In every aspect of my life, in every position that I hold, I try to do some type of self-reflection. Because it's like there's always room for improvement. And if you think there's not, there's probably some. And so really, like, relationships can be used as a checkpoint almost of self-reflection. And just like, okay, like, what worked in this relationship? What didn't? What did I bring to the table? What did I not bring to the table? What, you know... All of these questions that you can ask yourself so you can ultimately be better. And, you know, that is a really good thing. Just because you guys like each other doesn't mean that you guys are good together. You know, like there are a lot of things. It can't just be a lot of people. And this is, this is probably like not a popular opinion, but it can't just be on love alone. Mm-hmm. Like, love is a huge factor. It's a huge, huge factor for sure. Mm-hmm. But it can't just be on love alone. If you're, if you guys love each other, but you're toxic and you're bad for each other and things go wrong with you with each other, really evaluate, you know? You need or that self-reflection. You need that self-reflection to be like, okay, like, you know, is this something that is going to help me grow? Or is this something that's going to, you know, have me take a couple steps back in life? Is this something that I need right now? Is this something that's going to, you know, make me become a better person? Or, you know, just all these different things. And, you know, people don't really think about that. But that's also for somebody who really is, like, serious. If you're not serious, then those are questions that you don't really need to ask yourself. Yeah. But if you're serious and you really want that person in your life and you want to be that type of person, if you want that type of seriousness, then those are the questions that you need to ask yourself. Yeah, I think another thing, too, is, like, just because you love somebody doesn't mean that they're good for you. Exactly. And that's confusing. That's confusing when, when it hits you because yeah. you're going to be like, wait, but, but like, it's just not supposed to, you know? And it's just, that's just hard, you know? It can be hard. It really can be. It's like, oh, but I love them. Yeah. Well, you know, there are other... There are other factors that need to be right in order for you mm-hmm. to to actually put time and effort in. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants their time wasted. Just because you love them, you know, what if they're doing stuff behind your back? Or what if they're stressing you out? Or what if they're, you know, literally spending all your money and not telling you? You know, just different things. What if they're causing you to choose between them and you? I mean, between you, uh, them and your friends? Mm-hmm. Or something even bigger. What if they're causing you to stray away from God and you know if you're spending all your time with them and you're not spending all or spending time with God like at all or you're putting God on the back burner 
is this a relationship that is beneficial to you? And I try to live a life where if it's not, if it's not growing me, if it's not benefiting me in any way, if it's not challenging me in a great way, I don't need it. It's not something I want in my life. Because if you're not allowing me to grow, if you're not growing me as a person, if you're not doing good things for my health and for my life, then you're not. Why are you here? Exactly. You know? Or, you know, just different things like that. So it's it's a it's most definitely something that you have to do is self-reflection. I think sure. everybody should do that. For sure. Um, the next question is, what age is appropriate to start dating? I think that depends on your maturity. For sure. Um, it's what my parents at least told me. The reason why we had a strict dating age at like 16 or 18 or really is because you're not really looking for anybody in middle school. Mm-hmm. I'll <laughs> you're say not that. really yeah. looking, you know, for anybody in ninth grade or really in high school, to be honest. Uh-huh. Some people aren't even looking for people in college right now. Yeah. But, you know... We had that age at, at that age because that's kind of the age where you matured or supposed to mature, where you're growing, where you've had experiences and where you've been able to have this time where you can self-reflect. And, you know, honestly, you need to you need to have those things in order to be in a relationship. So um, I feel like. Ultimately, it's up to you at an age when you feel like you should start dating. But really think about it. Don't do it just because other people are doing it or because it's a fab or because you want, you know, a one-night stand or because you're feeling lonely. Loneliness is going to come and go. Mm -hmm. But if you're really mentally mature and you feel like you're emotionally prepared to have a relationship, because I'm going to tell you, like, relationships are challenging. Mm -hmm. Like, they are. It's a lot of work. You have to be selfless. You have to, like, it's not just you. You have to think about that other person. You might have to change some things in your lifestyle. If you're willing to, if you're, if this is your end-all, be-all, if you want to be with them long-term, you're going to have to change some things about yourself, some things that you're going to have to change. And are you willing to make those changes? Are you willing to make those sacrifices? There are some things that your significant other or your partner, there are some things that they may have insecurities in that you may have to meet them all the way in. Yeah. You know, in order for them to grow from those things. There are some things that my boyfriend has to meet me with all the way and some of my insecurities so that I can acknowledge. I don't know that I have an insecurity. They're not going to know that they have an insecurity. So you have to meet them all the way so they and then they could be like, oh, okay, this is something that I need to work on. Thank you for working on it with me. Because there are going to be some insecurities that you have. There's some insecurities that my boyfriend has that I have to meet him all the way in so then he could be like, oh, okay, like, these are things that I need to work on. He does the same thing for me. It's a tit for tat. So those are some things that you're going to have to work on and change. Are you prepared to make those changes? Are you prepared to make those sacrifices? And for the most part, people who are really in love, yes, and it's worth it, most definitely. If you love that person, it's most definitely worth it. It's not supposed to be, oh, you know, this is a, oh, I have to sacrifice so much for them. It's not supposed to be like that. You're be like, okay, like, I'm doing these things because I love you. I'm doing these things because I want to be with you. That type thing. Are you mature enough or are you willing and able to make that decision? Because yeah. that's a decision that really needs to be yeah. thought about. Yeah, for sure. I think you, you summed up that good once again. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, somebody asked, so we already had that question. Um... Somebody asked, what even is a talking stage? 
and do we need it? I don't call. Okay, I hate that term. And this is our last question. I hate, I hate that term a lot. I don't I don't I don't call things talking. I say I'm seeing you mm. because I. Okay, that's that's a, that's <laughs> a, that's another thing too. But this is this is me personally because I date with an intention. Mm-hmm. I don't just. I don't mess around. I don't like the snap thing. I don't like the like, the like if I you know if I if I like you I make it clear. Let's go on a date. I tri- let's go on a date. Obviously I'm not rushing you know or anything, but I'm like. You know, when the appropriate time, like, let's go on a date. Let me take you out. Let's get to know each other. I'm seeing you. I'm, you know, I'm seeing you. And yeah. then, and then after a couple dates, you know, if I'm feeling you, we're, we're, you know, then, you know, maybe like, hey, can you be my, you know, whatever, like girlfriend, you know, we'll see where it goes. But I don't like talking because I feel like that has like, just a weird connotation to it. The the talking stage is, I feel like, the same thing as seeing, but the seeing somebody. The reason why I say that is because. That kind of, they're, they're cousins. But the reason why that talking stage such ha, has such a negative connotation is it's not supposed to last for so long. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. People want to sit in the talking stage. The talking stage is, a, is an excuse, as me, for me, the talking stage is, is an excuse for people who don't want to have commitment. They want to yeah. have their cake and eat it too. Yeah. You can't do that. Yes. Because they can always yes, pull yes, out yes, the yes, thing, yes, oh, yes. we were never dating. Yeah. They love to do that. People who want to, this is the thing. Especially for my girls out here. <laughs> go ahead. Thing. Go ahead. Tell them. Guys know what they want. <laughs> if they're not going to beat around the bush, if yeah. a guy really wants you and he's really serious about you, he's going to grab you because he knows what he has. Yeah. He's going to snatch you up first thing that he can get. Yeah. So if he's taking too long, oh, I'm just vibing or, oh, I'm just, uh, I mean, most definitely allow him time to get to know you. But if it's like six months and nothing has happened, then he's not serious and you need to cut it off if if that's not something that you're looking for. Because a guy knows what he has when he has it. He's going to snatch you up. And he's not serious. It's going to allow him to to have that excuse to have his cake and eat it too. And then he's going to pull out the oldie but goodie, we were never dating. And then you're going to be upset because you're doing relationship stuff with him and y'all are doing all this stuff without the title. People are like, mm, I want something without the title. Okay, that's good for a couple days. It's good for a couple weeks, maybe even for a couple months. But when it gets to a certain time, which is a time that you have to figure out what you know what your time is, once it gets to that time, if he's if he's not budging or if that girl is not budging, move on. Yeah. Because that's just the talking stage is just an excuse. So So you can mess around. Have, so you can mess around. So you can mess around. Our generation is big on not having commitment. We don't want to commit. Yeah. And if you're not ready to commit, then why are you searching for a relationship as of right now? Yeah. If you just want a one night stand, just say that. Be open about it. Yeah. But if you're trying, if don't lead somebody on and be like, yeah. I'm looking for a relationship, and you don't want to even call them your girlfriend or your boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll say this too for my fellows on here. Um, be attentive to like be attentive because. Yeah. Um, even though guys, like, a lot of times you hear, like, guys will be the one who will be the shifty one sometimes, ladies can do that stuff, too. You oh, gotta, yeah. you gotta, You got to be careful and look out because, like, if if they send in mixed signals, mixed signals is horrible. You got to be able to be, like, pull out and go. You know what I'm saying? Because that, that, that won't be for you. You got to be mindful and attentive to the emotions and the things that get tied up because sometimes you'll be in that talking stage too long, you'll start getting real emotions. 
And those are dangerous. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you start getting real emotions. It's like getting real attachments. And then next thing you know, you're just stuck in a place where, you know, it's just yeah. tough. Because, like, they talking about something. You, you, you're trying to you trying to, to give them your all, but it ain't, it ain't coming back because they ain't on that same time. It's not yeah. I just think that also, even though you may have, like, failed talking stages or maybe you, you've been led astray or whatever. Because I've been led astray before. I mean, I feel like it happens to people all the time. Mm. But don't let that deter you from having a relationship in general. People, I, especially in our, uh, I keep, I feel, keep, like, I keep feeling old when I say in our generation. But when we get our heart broken, especially for guys, when y'all get y'all heart broken, it's the end of the world. Mm. Like, y'all don't want to, like, you're, you're like, I'm becoming a hoe. Like, I don't, like, I'm not, you know, getting in a relationship anymore. I'm never da 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 da. With girls, I feel like it's a little bit different because guys are always like why are you with him when you know that he's going to break your heart why do you keep trying because we want to have that angle of love we have hope that's the thing we're hoping that this is going to work out we're hoping that each step that we get we're getting closer to what we want and the thing is, is like don't let a failed talking stage or somebody leading you astray make that your baseline or make that your p- point of view for all relationships. Our relationships aren't going to be like that. So don't, you know, like be posting on Snapchat and be like, you know, you know, nobody loves me. I'm only going for the money. I'm only chasing the bag, you know, other than stuff like that. Like if you're looking for a relationship, it's okay. Feelings are okay. You know, when they're regulated. Okay. It's, sure. it's, it's okay to get hurt. It's okay to, yeah, it's growing pains. Nobody likes to get hurt, for sure. I understand that. But that's life. If you live your life under a shell trying not to get hurt, you're never going to really live life to its fullest. Yeah. Like, life is pain, but also beauty at the same time. Yeah. Like, you're going to learn from your pain. You're going to learn from your mistakes. And you just have to keep pushing and keep moving. So I wouldn't, just because you have a failed talking stage, you know, I wouldn't make that your end-all be-all. Yeah. I mean, everybody has failed talking stages. Oh, for sure. For sure, for sure. For sure. I will say this, though. If you're the person that's being confusing, which I have been before. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, like, which I have been before. Be mindful of that. Um, and this kind of ties into the next thing I wanted to talk about a little bit. Be mindful of people's emotions. I, people, Everybody wants to be hard, especially dudes. But we got, we got feelings, too. Yeah. Like, we got feelings, too. And you got to be mindful of that. Um, and also be mindful of like women's feelings as well because feelings are powerful man and when you get emotions that you know you got to be nice just be nice be a good person i know not every time um that you're confusing maybe you're not you're not trying to be but you just just try your best you know to to be mindful that there is somebody's feelings like that you're you know like this is a person you know and be mindful yeah. of that. i think sometimes it's kind of like forgotten because you're so either you're just chasing like sex or you're just chasing like oh the high of like oh i can bag her the chase you know the the chase chase. there it is the chase is a it's a it's a thing it sure is (laughs) it sure is it's a big thing it sure is and you know like just know just set your intentions no first of all know your intentions be honest about your intentions and set them so that that other person knows and even then it's just like 
man, people love the high of, you know, the chase and different things like that. But, you know, like you said, we're people at the end of the day. Yeah. We have feelings. But also, just be honest. If your feelings are hurt, explain that your feelings are hurt. You know, like, we're not mind readers. Well, I'm not one as yet. But <laughs> it's just like... We're not mind readers, so be open and honest about what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. I tell my boyfriend that all the time. And also, I have to take my own advice with that. Because sometimes I be feeling some type of way towards him. And I don't want to talk. But I force myself, when I'm ready, I force myself to talk. So he can know, hey, you know, I felt some type of way about when you said this. Or, oh, my feelings were hurt. So then it doesn't happen again. Or is that so that we both learn. And also... That's allowing your other, your significant other to learn more about you. Like, oh, they don't like these types of jokes because of something that happened back then. Or they don't like this specific thing because of this insecurity they have. Or just different things like that. It's allowing you to learn more about your significant other. And the more that you learn, the more that you're tentative to them, then the more that your relationship is going to go smoothly. Because then you won't need to have a conversation. Then you won't need words. You'll just automatically know. And that's when, you know, that's when the relationship starts getting real good. Yeah, you know? I think it's important for, especially guys, to notice listen like listen listen like just listen bro like be attentive and don't just listen like it go out like one ear and out the other listen and be attentive not just for her benefit because women like that but also for your own benefit because you want to get to know somebody so you got to pay attention it can't be about you you know what i'm saying yeah that's the big thing you can't be selfish in a relationship Mm -hmm. and i've been guilty of it too I've been guilty of being selfish. I caught myself having an attitude because, like, <laughs> because my boyfriend wanted to watch his show instead of my show. That's that's one of the things that I have to catch myself on is because, like, wait a minute, I'm being selfish. We always watch what I'm watching. He always buys my food. We always go where I want to go. So that's the thing. But I'm not going to lie. Being attentive is going to get you a little extra brownie points because, one, a lot of guys don't do that. They're not attentive, attentive like that. But also, you know, that's how my boyfriend initially got me. Our first, I'm telling you, like, when we were friends, when we were friends, he was like, I told him about the sushi place at my hometown. Yeah. I was just, oh, yeah, it's the best sushi place ever. Mm -hmm. Months later, on our first date, he's like, Oh, let's go to this sushi place because I know you really like, you know, this sushi thing. I was like, oh, oh boy, man. there you go. Man, <laughs> she really thought about it. Like, I was really like, oh my gosh, he yeah. really remembered. But even then, like, everything that I say, he remembers. And I'm not saying that you have to do that. But to us, to women, that shows that you care and, they, and that you actually have a liking towards us and that you actually want to understand us and not just here for one thing or not just, you know, just here. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to get to know us, you care for us, and how you care for us <coughs> is you, you remember or at least you're intentional with the things that you get, get, you know, things that you get them. And I always tell my boyfriend, like, I always said, you know, intentionality is a big big thing be intentional with the relationship that you're making be intentional with the gifts that you give her be intentional with the things that you say to her be intentional with the things that you remember about her all these different things 
that's really all that we want because when you show intention it shows that's a, like a love language for us yeah but once you so show intentionality behind the things that you do for us at least for me that shows that you care for me and that you love me because you're willing to take the time to understand me as a person and understand how I operate. And when you know that, you got me. And he do. He got me. I'm in the bag. So, like, you know, yeah. that's a that's a big thing. Like, one example is, like, I was stressed. Like, I was stressed one week. I had chem final. I mean, I had a chem uh, test, bio test. And, like, I was trying to do stuff, you know, for other positions that I hold. And I was just stressed. The next day, this dude got me a massage. Like, he scheduled me a massage. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, but it wasn't even the fact that he got me a massage. It was the fact that he thought about me. Man, she's having a hard time. She needs to wind down. She needs a release. Like, I care enough for her, and I know that she's going through this, so I'm going to do this for her. And in keeping in mind that she's having a bad day, or she's having a bad week, or she needs a release. That type thing. That intentionality is a love language for sure. And I challenge everybody to be intentional, even with girls. It's not just one-sided. It's just not with the guys. Girls, try to get to know your man. Like, really know his ins and outs. With guys respect is the thing if you respect yes. if you respect men they equate respect with love yes <laughs> yes <laughs> they equate that's that's so true that's, that's so true and that's something i had to learn <laughs> yes that's 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 very 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 true that's very yeah. very very true like they equate if you love them you respect them yes if you don't respect them you don't, don't love, love them, them. Yeah. and that's the thing like you just you have to you know cater to their love language as well so there are just certain things that i was able to do that i'm with that i'm single because i have a lot of guy friends so there were some things i'll be like oh yeah what's up da, 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 da. there's just certain things that i don't do with my guy friends with because i'm with respect to my boyfriend yeah because now that i have a boyfriend because i respect my boyfriend there are just certain things i'm not gonna do i'm not gonna be all huggy lovey-dovey with my guy friends that i used to do when i'm when i was single but now that i have a boyfriend because i respect him because i love him and to show him i respect him there are just certain things i don't do and that's not being and me being such an independent independent woman that's not being you know bowing down to him or being you know that used to be a big thing too i used to be wanting to be so independent and there were just certain things i'd be like mm, i'm not doing that because you're just gonna have to deal with it i can't be so set in my way in that. i can't be so uptight i can't yeah. be so hard-headed yeah. which i can be something that i learned while i'm in my relationship yeah. i can't be so so on the nose of trying to be oh i'm independent oh i'm independent well you can be independent, but also you can show respect. Also, yeah. you can be, you know, catered to his love language as well. It's, you know, you just have to take the time to to know your significant other. And I think on the end, opposite end of that as well, like, guys, you got to make sure you're flexible as well. Because, mm. like, you can't, you can't just be, like, so uptight yourself, like, that you just, you. it's like you have, like, a like a like a leash you know what i'm saying like you can't that's not how it works you know you got to be flexible with things yeah most definitely i feel like like i said we're so clingy but we're also so controlling Mm. that was one of my things that i didn't want that i was glad i wasn't in a relationship because i would see other these other relationships and then be like 
oh yeah my boyfriend won't let me do that your boyfriend won't let you or who's just like oh yeah like my girlfriend she's always checking my phone she's da 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 i'm i've been raised to the point where like my boyfriend can check my phone he doesn't but he knows that he can same thing with his and but i don't feel the need to trust. because i trust you trust, trust it's trust, a lack trust, of trust yeah. Yeah. I don't have time to be checking who you're hanging out with every single day, who you're texting every day. That's not my job. Mm-hmm. You're If you are with me, you love me enough to where you're going to respect me even when I'm not there. Mm-hmm. Same thing with you. If I'm at a party without my boyfriend, I'm not out here twerking on some other guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just not, yeah. you know, yeah. because I respect him, but because mm-hmm. I love him. Yeah. And that's also not his that's not his position like if say if i'm with my boyfriend and a guy comes up trying to flirt with me or whatever it's not my boyfriend's position to be like oh no she good bro she good no it's my position because if i love you if i respect you enough it's my position to be like "Mm, sorry i have a boyfriend Mm. that type thing a lot of people want to jump onto the like oh no bro that's my girl or "Uh uh-uh you ain't talking to my man like that what is your man saying? Mm-hmm. Because what if he secretly likes it? Then you need to be looking at him, not the girl. Not, yeah, that's some real stuff. Yeah. That's some real stuff. You need to be looking at it's him, It's an establishment of trust for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because you're going to be like, yo, like, you got to trust to know that if some girl is trying to talk to your man, like, you're just going to be like, all right, and then just move on. Like, I'm, you know, I got a girl and that's it. Exactly. I don't think things, and it goes back to the question before, like, do things have to be complicated? You make them complicated. Don't got to be complicated. You can just be like, no, I'm good. I got a girl. And then just move on. And then your partner already knows, you know, they trust you enough, you know, and that trust, there's a foundation so you can keep on moving. Yeah. We, there's so much stuff that we as people have to deal with. You don't want to add that on. Yes. Like, relationships should not be a burden. It should be something beautiful. Yeah. Even in the struggles. It yes. shouldn't be something that's harsh and that makes you stress. If it's something... I already have enough in life. Exactly. You know, that, that be stressing me out. Yeah. I don't need something else to put that on. You know, like, if I, if I love you, it, it shouldn't be stressful. It should not be It shouldn't be, be a burden. It shouldn't be something that ties me down. It should be something that helps me grow. Exactly. And you don't need to have... Oh, I'm checking his phone. Or, oh, now if you guys both agree to check each other's phone, that's your. That's, that's your. If you yeah, like yeah. it, I love it. Yeah, you know, yeah that's, that's, that's your business. That's your business. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's I'm all not you. In the business that pays me. Yeah, but yeah, with yeah. with how at least with how my relationship is set up, is that it's most definitely a trusting. I told if you because how I feel about it, if you're gonna cheat, you're gonna cheat regardless. Mm. There's really nothing stopping you from cheating on me. Mm. Except for the love that you have for me and the respect that you have for me. So it's that mutual thing. And you just got to trust. I mean, like, it it just boils down to trust at that point. Like, you don't need to be doing all these extra things because they're a grown man. They're a grown woman. You know, like, they know what they're doing. We're not kids anymore. Yeah, we're not kids anymore. So stop acting like kids. Exactly. Please, say it again. Cause that's I mean like that's the truth. It's but the people truth. people are not ready for that. Like people are I'm telling you like people are not ready to understand that like mm-hmm. I'm I'm growing up I'm a young man but I don't when it comes to like relationships I've always been a little bit more serious because I like I don't have time to waste. This is not exactly. a game to me. I don't do one night stands. Like I don't do like all this play play stuff in my mind. Like it's serious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like. Because emotions are serious, love is serious. You know what I'm saying? My my time and my investment, because I invest hard. 
Like my time that I invest in you, that's that's something serious to me. You know what exactly. I'm saying? It ain't time to play. It ain't time to play. It, just, it ain't. And it's I think not. it's just not. I think like another thing that's interesting too, um, that I kind of want to talk about real quickly is that, especially for guys, don't listen to what like everybody is telling you to do. Don't listen to what it's cool to do. Don't do that. Like Same don't for girls. don't do that. Same for girls. Don't do that. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Don't don't do it. Don't do it. Let me tell you something. Like I have so many girlfriends who like will come to me like, Tim, he did this and and I didn't even like that was so stupid. It's like I was like, bro, you could have like you know in my head I'd be like, man, he could have just went what he was gonna do before and it would have been fine. Or like you know you start listening to stuff, you start listening to people, just throws everything off. Be yourself. And it'll work whatever way it needs to. You know? Exactly. The relationship is not you, your partner, and everybody else. It's Ooh. you. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> your homeboys don't need to know everything. No. For real. And For real. Your girlfriends For real. don't need to. The, some, the things that I go through with my boyfriend, I'm not running back and telling mm-hmm. my best friend all the yeah. time. Yeah. Because sometimes... You have to be careful. Sometimes you have yes men around you. So whatever thing, anything that you're going to say, they're going to ride or die for you. Oh, even if you're wrong. You don't need people like that. You don't need yes men around you. If you acting crazy, if you doing something that you're not supposed to do, check my behind on it. For Let real. me know. Because I don't want to be out here acting a fool, acting out of character. So keep me in line. I'm not, I feel like I'm that type of friend. If I find a friend, if I know that one of my friends, I'll be like, bro, you. Like I had one of my friends. I was like, bro. You starting to become a hoe. Like it's just point blank period. If this is what you want to do, okay, sure. But I'm here as a checkpoint to let you know that this is something that you're start that you're starting to become. Mm. Keep it real, and it probably hurt his feelings, but that's the that you know yeah. that's the reality of it. Mm. And so, you don't need to keep running back and telling everybody. Like some t- some things just need to be between you, you and, and the and that yeah, other person. Yeah. Because once you start yeah. getting outside of opinions then it influences clouds how you make judgment. decisions clouds your judgment. and it clouds your judgment for sure and then for sure and then you're not even saying stuff for that sure. is really representative of how you feel it's representative of how other people feel like you should feel in that moment that's not what we're here to do yeah. the, i didn't get in a relationship with you and everybody else on social media mm-hmm. i got on a, i got in a relationship specifically with me and you same thing. If y'all are doing sexual stuff, don't. It's not mm-mm, cool to it, talk about yep, it. It's not. It's, it's not. not. It's like that. There are certain things, like <laughs> this is a whole topic. Like there are certain things, like if if I'm in a relationship with a girl, like I I don't want to tell my homies. Like I don't I don't want to tell like my boys. Like I love my boys, but like bro, like sometimes. They gonna tell me some stuff that I that is not aligned with my character, that does not align with who I am, does not align with what the stuff that I Girls go to. Girls too, cause we talk. And like you get to a certain point and you start listening to them, and then your actions it just don't match up. Like, mm-hmm. and then your girl be like, "What's going on?" I'd be like, "Oh, you gotta double check." Oh, but the homie told me, the boys told me, exactly. and it'd be like, "Oh, but they don't know what we like when it's just me and you." Exactly. You know what I'm like? They, they don't, don't know. know what they don't know what we are. You know they what I'm saying? Don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's just like them looking from the outside. I've had so oh, <laughs> I've had so many times like my boys would be like. Tim, why you keep on, or like, what's going on? Like, I thought you said, like, you were gonna, and it'd be like, well, it's none of your business. 
Exactly. Well, you know, Don't like be afraid to boot people out your business. It's like it ain't it ain't it ain't you, me and her. It's it's me and her. And what what's happening there is just between me and because her. Because if that relationship fails because of them, they good. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> like, ain't you're, good. you're not. <laughs> you're out here exactly. Listen to Drake at one AM. So I mean like <laughs> You know, don't don't let outside influences influence how you have that one-on-one personal relationship. Another thing, something that you said, simping. I I don't get. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Yeah. I feel like simping is really something created to make sure. I feel like simping is a barrier. Mm. The word simping is a barrier in itself. It has mm. a negative kind of, oh, you simping, bro. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, what's wrong? If you really care about that person, what's wrong with putting time and effort in them? Because you don't want to be that old person with nobody and by themselves talking about some, oh, I am simping. I ain't simping for nobody. You simp for the right person. You <laughs> simp for the person that you Yeah, want. there you go. You there know? you go. I always say, I always tell like dudes, I'll be like, bro, like, you got to be a little bit of a simp. Like a, like a little bit because you got to show like, you got you to gotta work. You, know, you ain't got to work a little show, bit. You know what I'm saying? If you show that you're not into them, they're going to drop you. Exactly. Like, you need to show that you're trying to, that you're invested. Mm-hmm. We want to know that you're invested in the relationship. Because I'm not going to sit here and waste my time. It's not going to be one-sided. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes to waste their time and nobody wants to be in a one-sided relationship. So, it's okay if you're simping. I simp for my boyfriend hard. Mm-hmm. I love this man. I post this man on my private story all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's because I know what I have. I know who I have. And I know our relationship. He does the same thing. Even with, with he, when he's with his guy friends. He talks about He tells me, I be talking about you. They be sick when I be talking about you. When I be talking about you. But it's because he knows what he has. And yeah. we have that connection. And it's because we value our relationship. We're both invested equally. If you're sitting, if you're like, oh, I am not sipping for nobody, you're not going to have anybody in your life. You can't expect, expect not to quote unquote sin and then, you know, not like have somebody in your life and not sin. Mm-hmm. It's just part of a relationship. I think that simping should just be not have a not negative connotation to it. Like you're loving that person. Simping is just loving and showing that you care. Like, really how much you care. I think there's two connotations. I think the connotation we're talking about is positive. The negative connotation that I see is when people, when things don't go well in relationships mm. and then they, they end up simping on the loss, you know? Oh, okay. That's something, it turned around because I haven't heard about that. So it's like, like this goes with guys more. I'd mm, say okay. like, you know, when a girl, like when it doesn't work out, you just pressed. You're like, you're, oh, you stay pressed. You, you stay pressed. Mm. You know, like you stuck. And I don't understand that because <laughs> this is going to sound horrible. There are many other fish oh, in the sea. That and that's, yeah, no, no, no. And that's I tell true. that to all my homies, all my homies. And I say, it's okay to feel things. It's okay to feel things. I feel things all the time. You know what I'm saying? I be feeling like, you know, some things don't go the way. You'd be like, dang, bro, I miss her. I miss her. But at the same time, you don't want to be down bad. You don't want to be pressed. You don't want to be like, and it's not because like of like masculinity, but like just for your well-being, like you got to move on. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to be like, yo, all right, I ain't going to simp over her no more. It's okay. It's gone. It hurt. I learned from it. Got to keep going. That's it. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, you can't sit there and stay on it. And usually what my mom tells me is like, have a good cry Mm -hmm. and then move on. You know, like have that cry, 
have them a couple of days. But after like the second or third day, honey, you need to keep it moving. Yeah, you gotta you gotta keep going. You gotta keep, you gotta going. keep going because there's nothing going. there for you anymore. Exactly. Like I, I tell myself, I'll be like, I said, you know, I, I got a little playlist music. I, you know what I'm saying? You know, things don't go your way. You know, you just be in the room, Listen. little 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 thug tear slide down the face, thug, and then it's time, thug little thug tear, and then you know you're ready to go. Then you gotta put <laughs> you gotta on keep that. On I'm big Sean. I'm single again. Yo. Put that junk on. Me. <laughs> yo, okay. Yeah, turn on some Brent Fires and <laughs> oh, <laughs> turn into somebody, turn into somebody different. You know Brent what I'm saying? Brent is toxic, <laughs> boy. Turn on a little Brent and you just be I'm the man you know I'm the saying? man and you yeah. keep on going that's how it has to be yeah. yeah so you know but overall simping yeah don't be afraid to show shit up yeah show a little love show a little, show little love yeah but here's the last thing I want to talk about before we end because this has been a really good combo. yeah and I want to emphasize this if you're looking for a relationship don't get played and don't be a player um people's emotions get tied up be able to be be able to identify um, toxic traits and toxic signs because that's important. We live in a society today where that's really emphasized, and people try to portray that stuff. And if you're looking, if you have a good heart and you're looking for something real, be able to point those things out to yourself. Be able to have people around you who can point those things out as well, especially in like those beginning stages. Yeah. And be mature enough to know to pull out of something when it's not beneficial. At the same time, I said this before: don't play with people. Yeah. Don't play with people. Don't play with people. Yeah, that's that's know. that's something that I'm so big on. I've been played with. It's not fun. It's not cute. It's not cute. It's not mm-hmm. funny. Especially when like if somebody if any of y'all out there like me, I have a good heart. I have a big heart. And I love people. You love hard. I love hard. Don't mm-hmm. play me. You know what I'm saying? Because like don't play me because it hurts. Yeah. And so I try. I try not to play people intentionally. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like do your best because. Because it comes around, you reap what you sow. I believe that God is the rightful yeah. judge of all things. All things. Of all things. So don't play around. Because if, if, if it, you know, you may be he, ha, ha. But the Lord, the Lord, the Lord shall repay. The Lord like, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I see, I see the big thing is be honest with yourself and with that other person. As soon as you find out, as soon as you acknowledge, oh, like I'm not really feeling it for real. Tell that person. As mm. soon as you find out. Tell that person. Don't sit there and wait. Oh, you know, it might get better. Or da-da. If you make a decision to where you're just like, yeah, I'm just not feeling it. Why are you still with that person? Don't waste their time. Like, you know, do that. Another thing is, one thing I would like to add, um, in relationships, something that I've learned is that you have to get outside of yourself. It's not all just about you. Remember that. Like, we're used to, I'm, especially me, I this is my first, my boyfriend right now is my first boyfriend. So this is, it's all always been about me and what I wanted. It's all been about me and my decisions, how I feel, everything like that. Now I'm having to take all that time of like being single and being like, okay, like I have to talk to this person about how they feel. I have to do things that I may, you know, may not want to do that may be an inconvenience to me that, you know, that I have to do for them because it's a relationship it's two-sided you know so most definitely have that good communication but also have that good communication with yourself and just not you know be okay with not having everything go your way yeah for sure be open to changing being open to what that other person wants as well and being open to learn more new things about yourself crazy thing is I, i i've said it to you tim before but it's like you're the only person who knows you as well as you do, but you still don't know yourself as much as you think you do. 
there's still some more learning you have to do. So be open to being like, hmm, maybe I am like this. Hmm, maybe I do have this quirk. That type thing. You just got to be open. Yeah. Another thing, too, I don't know. I keep on saying we're, we're going to end it, but... Um, but um, you have to be patient as well. I say, like, patience is super key. Yeah. Pa- oh, God. Patience is big thing yeah it's especially like i feel like patience is a a really really bigger thing when you're in a relationship too because it's just like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie i've had short straws but i just be like oh you get on my nerves today yes yes it's patience but not only that it's patience with whatever that person has going on it's patience with like say i have an insecurity I have my boyfriend will have to give me patience on me working on that working on getting better working with fixing my attitude working with you know different things like that this because this is my first relationship there are things in the relationship where I'm like oh yeah you know let's do this and then later down the road I'm like mm, I kind of don't want to do this anymore kind of where I go back and forth but I'm feeling how I want to be in my relationship how I want to be in the relationship how, you know how I want to go about about the whole entire thing. And he's been patient with me the whole entire time, having me figure out, okay, this is how I wanna be in a relationship. This is what I like, this is what I don't like. I only know by trial and error. So he's having patience with me so I can allow to learn what I want and what I don't want within our relationship and what's feasible for us and what is not. And having that patience is the key. Cause you can lose patience real quick, especially with me. Cause I want everything done when I want it, how I want it, you know, the way that I want it, the date on that I want, it, you know, that type thing. Yeah. But being flexible and being patient with that person, allowing them to grow, allowing your being patient with yourself too, allowing yourself to grow and be like, okay, I'm not perfect, you know, I make mistakes. It's one of the things that I had to learn. I used to think that I was perfect, <laughs> and it sounds dumb, but. I mean, I would set the bar so high for myself, and then I would be like, I would be so upset with myself because I didn't reach that bar. I was never going to reach that bar because it was too high. It wasn't feasible. It wasn't practical. So you have to allow yourself room to be a human, room to mess up. Nobody really likes to make mistakes. But if you do, you make them, you learn from them, and you keep them moving, you keep them pushing. You got to. You have to. But especially patience is... Patience is a virtue. It's a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, well, I think that about sums it up. I think it does. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll see you around. Bye.